Victory 91.5, Austin and Lindsay. Do you say Adamic? Adamic? <laughs> However I do it, it would probably be Ron. But okay. <laughs> he actually right. came here uh, one mm -hmm. time and sang, mm -hmm. so of all the names, we should know it's his. And he, he, he sang, and then he met his wife, and then they sang together, oh. and then they decided to do something collaborative <laughs> and... And I can't imagine working with your wife. <laughs> it's Rise and Stein. We are working together. Ray Haynes is here, and he is teaching on Yom Kippur, which begins at sundown tonight. Tonight. Oh, tonight. Very cool. Yes. You know, I'm so excited to, uh, I don't know if the word is participate or, or submit to this holiday and, and really do what God has asked us to do, which which is fast, but that's not yeah. the only thing that's important about this mm -hmm. holiday. So, so I'm looking Leanna, forward Leanna to that said tonight. on Monday, as I was sitting down to eat, do you want to fast on Wednesday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not, your last supper. <laughs> the last, not, <laughs> ask me after I eat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you've ever did a lot of fasting, uh, you know, anticipating and preparing for a fast is, is one of the hardest things. Mm -hmm. you, you have to talk yourself into it because you mm -hmm. know the suffering that mm -hmm. it was before. Mm -hmm. so. But it was cool because we had the conversation what what is this fast going to be for right you know because because yeah. if you're just fasting to then not eat going you're, hungry then you're just going hungry yeah yeah and so we're really gonna dig in uh, if you've ever tried to wrestle that or even had times of fasting in your life and you know years ago i did a lot of fasting and i didn't have a lot of this knowledge and i wish that i would have because i think back in those days um, as, as, as powerful as they were, sometimes when you understand what God's asking you to do, it, it, it does open things up more significantly. And so Yom Kippur is a day that stands out of, of every day because, mm -hmm. and I get this concept here, it, it is called the Sabbath of Sabbaths. Mm -hmm. All right, that's not just repetition. So every week has a Sabbath day, the seventh day, right? So this is the Sabbath for the whole year in a sense. Mm -hmm. So it's the Sabbath of Sabbaths. So two things are required, rest and fasting. And here's the essence of it. Go back to Genesis 2. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he'd been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it, he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. But the biggest part of that is he made it holy. And so because of that, through all these, through all the centuries or millenniums, really, the Jews have kept the Sabbath holy because this was before the law of Moses. This was in part of creation. But now if you jump into the book of Romans, one man esteems one day above the, another. Another man esteems every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. Also, uh, that's 14.5, Colossians 2. Don't let any man judge you in respect to holy days, new moons, Sabbath days, which are all a shadow of things to come, for the substance is of Christ. So, you know, as much as I love shadows and types, that's that's the earliest, one of the early pictures there of Jesus Christ. And the hard thing about Sabbaths is sometimes, or, or shadows, is sometimes they're so profound that they just go right over your head. And fasting is just Jesus. It's just an encounter with Jesus. It's it's the putting down of food so you can encounter Jesus. Mm. That's the whole point. You're <laughs> encountering Jesus. So if you go without food, yay. But if you don't encounter Jesus, you really haven't fasted. Right. And we're going to show you kind of how that, how that 
shakes out, if you will, as, as we go through this. But if the Sabbath days were just a shadow of things to come, if you think about a shadow, so some kind of substance creates the shadow. You have a light above you, then you have something here in the middle, and then the shadow comes down below. So Jesus is the substance there. So in the entire Old Testament, this light is shining down, Revelation's shining down, and it's revealing Jesus, but it's not Jesus yet. It's just the shadow of Jesus who would bring rest. And so at that point, they're trapped in sin, and so when, when he's talking about rest, he's talking about being free from sin, or if you mm -hmm. will, some people are in, in bondage to sin. Mm -hmm. Most people are in bondage to sin. So a Sabbath would be setting someone free from their bondage of sin, helping that. That's why love and mercy and compassion is that, because that's what you're doing. You're bringing rest to them. You're, you're bringing deliverance to them. So um, there is no righteousness or work of the law in observing a Sabbath. Mm -hmm. that, it, it can't fulfill anything for you because that's Jesus. If you do good works, but it's not uh, motivated from Jesus and out of Jesus, you haven't really done a good work. Mm -hmm. you, you've just, I don't know, you didn't get to do what you wanted to do, but you didn't really be, bring God glory. So I want you to get that before we ever jump into any of this stuff because so many people get lost in... They don't go back and understand these things, mm -hmm. so they never they don't understand the end times because of it. But they also don't ever get to really live out fully their Christian life and their their walk because it becomes internalized instead of externalized and, and doesn't become an act of compassion, an act of mercy, an act of love. So you could say that this resting that this Yom Kippur represents here is encountering Christ intimately becoming one with him and becoming one with his will. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, good gosh. We want our own will. We want our own way. I can tell you. I'm, <laughs> I'm overweight because I want, my, <laughs> I want my food. So when you lay down food, it's supposed to be difficult. It's supposed to be, it's supposed to be constantly pushing you and prodding you and making you uncomfortable mm -hmm. that day because it's it's a reminder of who is going to win in this battle? Is it Jesus or is it you? So uh, a couple of things. Yom Kippur is an anniversary of, of a bad thing, but it's an awesome day of hanging out with God. So go back 10 days. Rosh Hashanah is the creation of man. Mm -hmm. uh, Yom Kippur is probably the fall of man traditionally. So this was the day that Adam missed his appointment with God to walk in the cool of the day. He, they hung out with the wrong tree, with the wrong, with the wrong one, with the devil. And so this was the day when God had to kill some type of animals to make skins to cover Adam and Eve's nakedness. Um, it was also the day that was spoken of as Jesus being slain from the foundation of the world. Mm -hmm. Now, I do want you to... I've had some people ask me about that because it's a little bit confusing. So let me, let me help you tie two things together here. Passover is the death, uh, the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. First fruits is his resurrection. So that's in the spring. But he was slain from the foundation of the world all right so there's two jewish calendars this calendar the fall is the foundation of the world literal i mean we're not just saying it it's literally when he created adam mm -hmm. and created the let there be light all of those things happen in the last couple of weeks so this is the foundation so all through history before there was a passover for 1500 years or 2000 years there was this day 
which was going to represent the fact that Jesus was going to die, that blood had to be shed, that death had to come to release us from sin. So long before the Passover lamb was slain in Egypt, where Jesus came to die on the cross, this was that foundation of the world that Jesus wanted us to know that there was an issue in our life that he was going to remedy. And so when we come to this day, it's it should be in our lives as poignant as Easter. Mm -hmm. We tend to call it Easter rather than Passover, and we should really, really come to grips with what Passover is. Mm -hmm. But um, this is that foundation. So this should draw you near to the reality of sin in your life. Mm. All of these days, all of this repentance, it's, it's not the, um, you know, this season is, all about repentance and and who wants to just go i'm a sinner i'm a sinner i'm a sinner i'm a sinner it's not the most pleasant reality right it's not a celebra celebrating time it's a humbling time so before the jews before moses before the law there were days that would become the fall feasts and these days are eternal in the sense that we're going to celebrate them on into eternity jesus celebrated them Yom Kippur is also probably the return of Christ. It has 25 hours. Nobody knows the hour. So this day is profound. We fast on Yom Kippur. We wear white in death. We choose not to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil as, a as, as we kind of return to the garden spiritually. Mm -hmm. We start our walk anew with God. Mm -hmm. All right. So that's why we're, we're dying tomorrow. Wear white. If you're fasting, wear white and it'll help remind you that you're returning to the garden. Mm -hmm. You're returning to that state of sinlessness right. based on the righteousness of Jesus. And then I'm going to, we'll dig in this a little bit later, but let me, I just want to throw this at you from Isaiah 58. Uh, is this not the fast I've chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, that you may break every yoke, to share your bread with the hungry, uh, bring to your house the poor who cast out when you see the naked, that you cover them and not hide yourself from your own flesh. He said, if, but, so, so we have this layout of what he sees as fasting. Mm -hmm. But then he also says right after that, if you turn away your foot from the Sabbath, from doing your pleasure on the holy day and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy day of the Lord honorable and shall honor him, not doing your own ways, nor finding your own pleasure, nor speaking your own words. Then you, um, oops, one second, I uh, popped myself to the end. <laughs> then you shall delight yourself in the Lord and I will cause you to ride on the high hills of the earth and feed you with the heritage of Jacob, your father, the mouth of the Lord has spoken. Hmm. So on one side, there is no such thing as the Sabbath. But on the other side, it is a very, very important thing to God because he wants you to understand that on a weekly basis, mm -hmm. he wants you to rest, not because it's some, this is kind of a day, but that he wants to encounter you. Mm -hmm. Right. You have to renew yourself. And every day, it's all about your relationship with him. It has nothing to do with law. It has everything to do with intimacy. Mm -hmm. mm. Mm. We're going to be praying in just a few minutes. And... Uh, It's not a coincidence my dad called yesterday. No. So we'll talk about that, too. We're also going to have some tickets to give away to a Bethel concert. So, so it's a pretty cool day here at the ballpark. <laughs> uh, all of Ray's teachings is posted at blog.victory915.com and also at the Victory Facebook page. We're posting these up in real time. And also there's a link for all of his teachings over the past few years on the Jewish feasts and holidays. I'm Kevin Herbert of...